This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon. It's two o'clock. It's Sunday. You listen to Sheffield Live, and it's Sunday Sounds with me, Luke Crofts, and me, Scott Brady. How are you doing, sir? Another week. I know another dollar. It didn't make quite make sense, but no, uh, yeah, another like week's it. gone past. Yeah, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, not a great deal. It's uh, boring, isn't it? Well, it's getting boring. Well, uh, you may have may have fallen into the shopping trap like most of uh, most of the people have. You've bought a new sofa, haven't you? Which is very exciting. Yeah, but a new. Um, we've got one of them. It's a corner sofa we're getting, and um, although it's not coming well next weekend, and someone's coming to pick it up. Um, tonight, so uh, we're going to be without a sofa for a week, pretty much. So yeah, yeah, not ideal. I uh, I was texting you on uh, Thursday night, and you were saying that somebody was coming to pick it up at six, then it was seven, and then it was the knobs not turning up at all. Is it the same person? No, it's a different. person. Oh, good. I hope he's not listening to the show. Well, if he is listening to the show, you know, you stupid idiot. Yeah, yeah. don't make arrangements and then not turn up. Why do people do that? I have no idea. I, well, we are just giving it away for free. Um, so I suppose they've got less obligation. But yeah, I mean, if they're not interested, it just why even bother? Sure. Anyway, I've got to calm down. I've got to calm down. Yeah, you're, you're getting angry again. You, you're almost, yeah. you're verging on the DJ ski anger, which is very dangerous. Um. <laughs> That's pretty dangerous in itself, just uh, saying that. <laughs> he stopped. Uh, he stopped rising to the bait, hasn't he? I, uh, I we listened to the uh, f- well, we didn't listen to all of it, obviously, uh, but we listened to the first part of his show, and he was saying, "Look, I look forward to seeing you both in person." So I think he's going to have a few words to say to us when what, we return. What was the word he used to describe us? Oh, it's not airable. Can't air it. No, oh no! Oh, the one on air. Yeah. The one on air. All oh, right, I see. Um, insignificance, which I thought was insignificance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could catch on. Could catch on. But uh, yeah, after the after the show last weekend, we met uh, we met up at uh, the Damflast, didn't we? And had a socially distanced walk, which was nice. Bit of a mooch, as I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Mum says that mooch. I think it's a Manchester thing. That. Might it's a good wrong. word. That. Yeah, it is. But it's the first time I've seen you since before I went to Malta, which was in June. Uh, no, we're in June now. In March, beginning of March last time, we properly saw each other. Blimey, neck. Three months. Neck. Yeah. Mmm, but yeah, it was nice. It's been a nice, uh, nice weather, hasn't it? So uh, yeah, last weekend, nice walk round. Well, flask. It, it has been. This week's not been that great. It's been rainy, although it's been really odd because it's been rainy and then sunny and then rainy and then sunny again. So hopefully the sun's coming out. But we had the hottest, uh, hottest spring on record, and then as soon as we get into the summer, it starts raining. Sod's law. Typical, isn't it? Mm. Do you reckon we'll get a holiday this year? A summer holiday. Well, I was. Uh, I'm. I'm determined to have one. I don't know how likely it is. Um, although Spain and Portugal are both saying that uh, tourists can come in from. I think it's the beginning of July. Um, the only problem is at the moment the UK's got the uh, quarantine rules. So when you come back into the country, you've got to be off for two weeks quarantine. So mm. I don't think many employers will be very happy with that. No, true, true, what, true, true. What do you think? Do you I think we'll know. get one? I think if you can work from home anyway, self-isolate and work from home, then it wouldn't be as big a deal, would it? As soon as you get back on holiday, you could just carry on working from home for the two weeks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I've been out into uh, into the wild this week for the first time in a long time. And uh, one of the first... Uh, I, I work in cash and carriers, as you know. One of the first cash and carriers I went into, 
Um, one of the one of the guys in there was must have been very happy because he's not seen anybody for a while, and um, came up and I thought he was going to give me a hug. He got that close, he got that close and shook my hand and everything before I even knew what was going on. I was like, social what? You know, not heard of it up here. So I might well be in ICU next week, Scott. You know, joking aside. Oh, Hopefully dear. not. Where was the? Uh, where was it? The uh, cash and carry. It was. Uh, I don't want to say actually, just in case. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what what area? Is it, was it in Sheffield or? Out of Sheffield? It wasn't Sheffield. It was uh, somewhere in Yorkshire, so that's broad enough, isn't oh. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere, should we say? Yeah. That's yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. How's uh, how's your work going? Are you building all the houses and that? I am. Yes. Um, someone was saying that. Um, what was he saying? One of the assistant managers weren't supposed to come in, but he's just started coming in anyway, just to get out of the house because he's so sick of spending time with his wife. Oh, that's lovely, that. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently divorces are up 40% um, because of lockdown. You know, having to spend time with your other half. Well, people have saved money, which they can now spend on solicitors' fees. So, you know, every cloud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Have, you, have you saved much money? Well, yeah, because there's nothing to spend it on, is there? I mean, I, I, I was speaking to our friend Joe, you know, who you call... Um, yeah, Little Joe. Little Joanne, yeah. Um, and she was saying, I don't know where everybody's saving all this money. I can't stop spending. She's been doing shopping sprees all the time. Um, but, I mean, I spend... I, I, yeah, online, online shopping, just buying stuff. Stuff for the garden, stuff for the house, just, you know, spending. But, um, I mean, for me, I spend most of my money in the pub. And I can't do that at the moment because they're all shut, so... Yeah, mm. it's been all don't right. Don't you need a new settee? Um, well, not that one that you're giving away, no. No, I mean, I <laughs> mean this one. But I meant, uh, like I say, why don't you get, treat yourself to a new settee? Could it's do. Like you probably don't need one. And what I'm no. saying is, I've just, I, so I, we've been spending quite a bit. Got myself a new phone coming through eventually. New settee. We've even got, it's a corner suite, but then on the end, it's one of them circular spin chairs, and like, so you can turn round on it. Oh. Have you seen them? Like yeah, a, you have seen them. Yeah, like a like a lounge chair. Um, it's like a waltzer carriage. Well, oh. not quite, but it's circular. <laughs> if you look from above, it's circular. Like, and I think you can probably spin around at high speed. But I'm not actually seen it yet. Yeah, but I, when it comes, I, I always fancied a, a corner sofa, and then one of my friends mm. has got one, and I went up to uh, up to have a look at it, and I realised that corner sofas are basically a con. And I'll tell you for why. Because they look really big, but they're not. If right. you if you have two separate three-seater sofas, you've got a lot more room. You know what I mean? You, you're just constantly sat next to somebody on a corner sofa, aren't you? Unless you get a separate chair. Hello, that's what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. So I you... don't know. We've, <laughs> we've, we've, um, we plotted out the, the... On a piece of paper, we plotted out the uh, the plan of the room and then we just looked, looked at the measurements and sat it in so we've got the the ulti- the the, uh, the best sort of fitting chair uh, combo so I think we've done right there <laughs> so I think it'll be, I think it'll be okay oh well that was uh, th- that was this week's sofa chat uh, tune in next week for more um, should we be, we're digressing a bit you know we've been on nearly 10 minutes and uh, we've, we haven't even mentioned the f- fabulous bands that we've got on um, 10 minutes and we've not even spoke about James Bond either. Oh, we have now. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll come on to that later. Um, <laughs> but yes, we got, we've got music from uh, a mixture of uh, bands and uh, solo artists, a bit like last week. But we've got music from Lucky Iris, Anthony James, Soda Blonde, Idle Noise, Deco, not the footballer, and uh, Late Night Honeymoon. 
So a good uh, eclectic mix, as you would say, Scott. And we've also got GTB, or as I like to call it, Guess the Band. Because that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, I... CT. Or chart toppers. Do you know what? That's exactly how I've written it down on my sheet. It's like you can see. I just call it that because I can't be bothered to say the words. It's lazy, isn't it? It's, it's like at work. They call radiators rads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. You can say the word, can't you, mate? Well, why would you say radiators? That's four syllables when you can just say rads. You know what I mean? Well, Time's well, precious, mate. Time's precious. You should know that. You're a tradesman. Yeah, but where does it stop? Like... Can't we just say the full word? It doesn't take that long to say radiator. I know, you end up like sounding like an Essex person, don't you? It's just... Uh, I, know, I know what you see. Is it, is it a slippery slope, Scott? Yeah. Um, should we carry on slagging off uh, various people while we play the first song of the show? Yes. Um, uh, first up, yeah, it's uh, Lucky Iris. That's what we're playing first, isn't it? Um, I think these used to be called... The Leeds Band, and they used to be called Everyday People. Have, you, have we played them before? I don't think we have, no. I don't recall. Oh, edited people, maybe we've played it. Yes, we have. Yes, we have edited okay. people, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I like this sound. Uh, so have a listen, eh? This is called Get Ready With Me. This is Sheffield Live. She was a young girl British shy girl Nice smile girl In need of validation from the world, but we're all that young girl At some point in our lives But do we really move past it Or do we just suppress it out of sight Is it not the same for all of us, son? We all just trying to be someone Get ready with me Start and mend 
Iris, get ready with me. That was the first song of today's show. Um, Good yeah. one to start up with. Yeah, definitely. I didn't realise they were from Leeds, so fairly local as well, which is nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, time for guess the band, I think, Scott. Oh, is it that time already? Goodness me. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> That's my <laughs> turn to say that. My line, I mean. Anyway, so let's start, shall we? Guess the band if you can. Yes, so this is the part of the show where Scott uh, gives us the original name of a band and you've got to tell us what they are called now. And I think we've got a bit of a special one this week, haven't we? Yes, uh, Sheffield Band Special, as I like to call it, or SBS. Sheffield Band Special, yeah. Special. I don't know why we started to do that. Special I'm not going to do that anymore. Excellent. <laughs> anyway, which artist or band uh, was originally known as Carousel Moon? Was it A, I Set the Sea on Fire, B, Long Pigs, or three, Little Man Tate. Mm. Mm-hmm, interesting. Carousel Moon. What do you reckon? Uh, I, I, it just sounds like two random words put together, so I'm glad whoever it was changed it. What were the bands again? I Set the Sea on Fire. I Set the Sea on Fire, Long Pigs, Little Man Tate. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you so wish, you can just log on to Twitter, Sunny Sounds SL, press a button, and that's it. It really is as simple as that. Yeah, we'll reveal the answer in about half an hour's time, so get voting. Guess the band if you can. So does that mean that you can say that you were part of the SBS then, Scott? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, well, I wouldn't because you'd probably get banged out. You know, people, people that have been in the SBS don't like people that haven't been in the SBS saying, I was in the SBS, mate. You know what I mean? I think so, yeah. That's I think a special boat service, isn't it? Yeah, you'd have to explain that. No, I mean Sheffield Band's special because you were in uh, Seven Hills Band, who uh, you know, as regular listeners of the show will know that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's, well, the sound and Seven Hills later. The sound. In fact, the sound we used to be called the sound, and then we changed to Seven Hills. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Every every week's a learning week on this show. Honestly, it's an education. Hmm. After on Facebook the other day, I got a, not a friend request, but. Um, people you may know, Alex Turner from, uh, what's that band called? Arctic Monkeys, isn't it? Something like that. Well, you do know him. He doesn't know you. I don't think he uses it, though, because he only had, like, 300 and something friends. Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe it's somebody with the same name using his picture to try and be edgy. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. um... Don't know if we're going to get a holiday, uh, but this next one uh, is called Holiday, and it's uh, by Anthony James. Enjoy. I need another break, a holiday. 
That was uh, Anthony James with Holiday, and uh, I must apologise. I went all Tony Blackburn before I introduced that song um, uh, a few minutes ago, so a uh, bit cheesy. But um, yeah, I like that one. Very nice. Yeah. Well, the, the first one, the first band was from uh, Leeds, and the uh, Anthony James couldn't be, couldn't possibly be come from anywhere any further away because he's from Doncaster, <laughs> no Australia. <laughs> Australia. Yeah, we've yeah. had a we've had a few submissions come in from uh, further afield. We've had a few ones from Ireland in the last few weeks, haven't we? Um, which have been uh, pretty good. Um, but yeah, we had um, yeah we had some from America as well. Yeah, so not all. We try and keep keep it local, but we, we're not um, you know we don't discriminate. So if yeah. you want to get your and music that, in, yeah, sorry, go on. James Track Holiday was it's just a week old today, so. Uh, and there's a video to go with it on YouTube, all to do with lockdown and dreaming of hot holidays, going on holiday. That's what, probably what the song's about. Yeah. Like, I, if you've, have, you, have you look at the video? No, I haven't seen the video yet, but yeah, uh, that is that is very new. Um, so go and check it out. Um, and if you do want to get your music into us, uh, you can email us, sundaysounds at sheffieldlive.org. Or, as Scott said earlier, you can get on Twitter 
and Facebook, Sunday Sounds SL, and get in touch with us that way. We're absolutely inundated with um, submissions at the moment, so we are working through them. We've got music now up until uh, the 21st of June as well, Scott, so I d- I d- we might not even be able to have a holiday because we've got that, many, m- that much music waiting for us. You know. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Well, it's a good situation. It's a good thing to be in because everyone wants to get played on Sunday Sounds. Absolutely. And uh, they only go from strength to strength after, after being played on here. Well, sometimes they break up, but that's nothing to do with us. <laughs> yeah, just Some, yeah. Sometimes they get arrested, but and again, that's nothing to do with us at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got an update, Scott. Um, I know off mic you were saying you wanted to talk about burritos. Um, yes, Greg's will be opening eight hundred of their stores um, from mid June, which is very exciting. But that pretty much covers the Sheffield area, then, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I remember I once came out of the train station at Greg's and there were two uh, at Greg's. God, I've got Greg's on the mind in Glasgow. <laughs> You're saying Greg's way too much. I know, it's bad, yeah. isn't it? Um, and they'd got two stores within about 100 yards of each other. I just thought that was, you know, brilliant. Um, but uh, Iceland, I, I know I mentioned to you, Scott, Iceland are doing the uh, Greg's pasties. You can get a two pack in from the free, obviously from the freezer because it's Iceland. Um, and they do all manner of different ones. So I think it initially started with vegetable and cheese and onion. But now we've got steak bake, sausage bean and cheese, chicken bake, corned beef. We've got them all. Ooh, yeah. What about the normal sausage rolls? Do they do them there? I think they do. I think they do, Scott. We've not. Um, I've not found any of those in the freezer just yet. The, um, the... I know... No, excuse me, you sent me a photograph of yours and it looked fantastic. It looked exactly the same as what it does in the shop. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't able to count the layers. Um, avid listeners will remember when Scott used to do uh, a slightly different quiz and one of the questions was how many layers of pastry in a Greg's uh, pasty. Um, I wasn't able to count, but my suspicion is, Scott, that it's just the same as what gets sent into the stores to then bake. We just got them in a, in a two-pack box instead. So it's pretty much exactly the same. And I bet loads cheaper as well. Uh, I think it's like two quid or something. So it's ch- it cheaper. Well, I'm looking forward to going to Greg's because I normally call on the way to work in the morning. So, uh, oh, the, the, the breakfast offering is just sublime. You get, by the way, can I just say we're not, um, we're not affiliated with Greg's and we're not getting any kickbacks, unfortunately. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, we just like them. Um, but um, the, the bacon sandwich and a coffee for two quid in the morning, you just cannot go wrong with that, can you? Correct, correct. That's why we call in most mornings, just for a top-up on the coffee and a hot sausage sandwich. It's going to be uh, it's going to be McDonald's syndrome, you know. You know you were saying that they were opening McDonald's in Hillsborough? Yep. I drove past it to get to Morrison's to get some petrol, and there was a bouncer on the on the entrance to McDonald's stopping cars coming in because they're, they're obviously trying to manage the traffic situation. It's absolutely crazy. But Greg's will be the same. They'll be queuing out of Hillsborough Precinct. They'll be queuing onto Bradfield Road once that Greg's opens. I just don't get it. KFC were the same. Just coming through Hillsborough earlier. There were oh. queues of people. McDonald's, mm. KFC. Why? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would anyone suddenly just... It just baffles me. I, I, I don't even queue five minutes for a pint of lager, which is obviously much more important than a pasty. Well, obviously. Well, I went to... While we're doing the um, fast food rounds, I went to KFC in Huddersfield earlier on in the week and managed there was no queue to get in the drive through as such but i ordered a zinger box meal now what side would you have when you go to kfc uh, well i don't go to kfc but um what's the 
What do you get? I can't even remember. Well, uh, gravy, I think. Yeah, you, everyone you goes mad for the gravy. I must be in a minority. I don't really like their gravy. I think it's too peppery, a bit too thick. But anyway, um, if you want to tweet a complaint, Sunday Sounds SL, don't care. Um, I always go for the beans. So I've got to the, I've obviously parked up because you can't eat inside anyway through the drive-thru. Open the thing. He's giving me a beans and no fork. How are you supposed to eat beans? You know what I mean? Just chuck them, chuck them in. One thing after a bloody another, isn't it? This, lo- this lockdown's just getting worse, honestly. Well, mm. can I just tell you very quickly? Well, I know we're rabbiting on a bit, but the I want it's on subject for, to the burritos. Um, I've been following um, a YouTuber called uh, what's he called? Beard meets food. Have you ever have you ever seen him? Obviously, he's got a big beard. I think he lives down in Birmingham, sort of way. And uh, he's a professional eater. He's quite skinny. He's not like a big guy. But the amount of food he can put away is just insane. He eats like the whole Ginster's pasty range. Uh, he spent 80 quid at Domino's Pizza and just ate like loads and loads of food. And that, that, it's just quite interesting to watch, knowing putting him all his food away. And mm. I was just flicking through yesterday or the day before. And uh, I noticed that recently he'd been to Street Food Chef and took on the El Bastardo pizza. Oh, pizza. what are we on about? Burrito, so he did a huge yeah. four pound burrito. Yeah. It's it's hot hot salsa, so it's super spicy. I was like, oh, this is great. This is a beard meets food. The guy that I'm always watching, and he's in my favourite place. And he sits down with it, not realising that it's, a, that it's a timed challenge. And he says, oh, it's timed, is it? What's the record? And the record to eat it was 8 minutes 20-something. Yeah. So he goes, oh, I'll beat that. So this cameraman, to the guy in the shop, he goes, oh, good luck then, mate. And he says, right. And he marks get set, go. And he set, starts, wolves it down so quick. And he stops it at four minutes something, so oh, like half the time. That will never be beaten because you you had a <laughs> go at it, didn't you? Not necessarily to eat it within the record, just to finish it, and you couldn't finish it, could you? Well, no. Well, to be fair, I will be able to if I'm hungry, but I wasn't even hungry. I oh, took right. a big, big hint out of it. But uh, yeah, so four minutes—that's going to be that's that's going to be there forever. It's just insanely fast. Right. But yeah, if you want to check that out, go on uh, YouTube. Beard meets food and type in El Bastardo. That's the huge four-pound burrito. <laughs> anyway, we'd better play another track before we run out of time. Yeah, um, track number three, and it's uh, from Soda Blonde. This one is the new one. It's Motion. Say 
Soda Blonde, and that was Motion, and uh, that's on their new EP, which was released um, last week, the end of, uh, end of May, uh, Isolation Content, and they're from Ireland as well, we sort of teed that up earlier. Um, Four-piece, female singer, you like the female singer, don't you, Scott? I do, yeah, I like a female vocal. Uh, not not uh, exclusively, but uh, yeah, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, they've just they've released an Isolation video as well, where they're all playing... Uh, together, which it seems to be quite popular now. Hard to execute, I imagine, but they've done it perfectly. Yeah. It's a great track of that track we've just played. Go and check that out. Um, we've still got music to come from Late Night Honeymoon, Deco and Idle Noise. And don't forget, if you want to vote and guess the band, you've got about 15 minutes to tell us who you think used to be called Carousel Moon. Uh, but now, Scott, it's time for Chart Toppers. Right, each week we ask you, the listener, to send in your suggestions for us to select a year from. We then take that year, pick two tracks from it, and you have to work out which one charted highest on the end of the year, top 100. It's as easy as a slice of Victoria's sponge, Ooh. which is a cake. Which is a cake. Yeah, so I'm basically I... saying that it's a piece of, of cake. Oh, I didn't get that. I thought you meant easy like cutting through a Victoria sponge. <laughs> Either way, um, I haven't had cake for ages. I feel like I, I feel like I need cake. Oh. I made a Victoria sponge. When? From scratch. Um, three or four weeks ago while we were oh. off work. I was going to make some buns, but we didn't have any bun casings. I was like, oh, I can't be asked to go to Morrison's just to get some bun casings. So oh, I right. like, what can I do? What can I do? So I made a Victoria sponge and it was dead nice. Oh, nice. It's not the but, hardest to make, is it? But um, absolutely delicious. Yeah, really nice. Although the... Uh, oh, I don't matter anyway. I was going to say the icing sugar went a bit runny and I couldn't work out how to get it stiffened up. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've digressed again. <clears throat> so uh, so this week we asked, we had exactly 310 suggestions emailed or posted to us. So I made an essential journey to shop to a shop that ran with pain berries and purchased 31 <laughs> tins of Herter's Frankfurters. Nice. Uh, Ten dogs in a pack, which totals 310. Just in case you didn't work that out. Good. So I used a Brian Proof, a Brian Proof marker pen, which I ordered from the Czech Republic, to carefully write each year on the side of each sausage, and then I <laughs> threaded each one end to end along a fishing line. I then walked up into the woods to tie the long sausage line to two trees, which were about 35 meters apart. I then sat and waited to see which one of them would be the last one to remain high up above my head, above. After various birds slowly started nibbling at them. Almost 72 hours later, and having to sit through hours of abuse by a teenage gang asking why I'd hung up nearly 40 sausages uh, on their patch, the final sausage remained at 1990 carefully written on her side. 1990. Yes, and that was sent in by Laura and Kenneth Fallopian uh, from Charnock. <laughs> So. You know, we get a lot of people writing in um, saying, you know, why don't you have this show on every day? And the main reason is, well, we've got real jobs. Uh, but as that aside, it's because um, Chart Toppers just take, there's too much production in it. We, you know, we, we need a week for Scott to be able to go to the Czech Republic and buy a marker pen, amongst other things. So, 1990. Right. So, uh, yes. we, we want, uh, you, you can play along at home. Tell us, um, well, don't tell us, just just shout out loud into nothing. Um uh, you need to try and work out which uh, of these two songs charted highest in the uh, UK Top 100. Excellent description. Uh, right, so uh, which one did best out of these two little swines? Uh, number one, MC Hammer, you're unable to touch this. <laughs> or, 
Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Uh, oh, two two belters actually. Um, I'm going to say because Stop. you can't touch this. That's what I, that's what I'm <laughs> going to say. That is the one that finished oh, right, okay. That charted number sixteen. Uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, eight. Oh, f- bad start. Bad start. Zero one. Right, this is uh, question number two. The farm. All together now. Oh, yeah. I think I sang that a bit wrong. Or suit dragons, because I'm free to do what I want any old time. Oh, yeah. These are really hard. Uh, Oh, God. I would have said the farm because it's a bit of an anthem, but I think uh, I'm going to say free to do what I want because I think it's a bit um, a bit more, I don't know, catchy. <laughs> uh, Soup Dragons, I'm free, was at number 44. Oh, no. uh, the farm altogether now, 82. So yeah, that's correct. Oh, you did well. Excellent. Did well. Right, the final one today. Uh, England, New, o- New Order. Oh. World in Motion. Oh, You've what a song. Or Partners in Crime, I bet you don't know this one. Turtle Power from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. T-U-R-T-L-E Power. Um, I bet you don't know that, yeah. But you know the World in Motion track. No, I don't. I used to watch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. Um, oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I'll be slightly heartbroken if it's not New Order World in Motion because it's an absolutely fantastic song. So it's got to be that. And we got to the semi-finals that year, so it must have sold loads. I think it did sell loads. Uh, that's why it came charted at number 11. But Partners in Crime charted at number 10, Turtle Power. So that did slightly better. <sighs> oh, dear. going to have to yeah. listen to that then, because if that's... Oh, it, sounds, it sounds crap, but I'm guessing it, it must have been crap. good. It oh, is. right, okay. Fine. I'm pretty sure that our friend Carl had the album. Yeah, well, he'll be, obviously. He'll probably... Uh, text in immediately saying you were a liar you're a liar I never had the album or he might say yes I've got it on now but Who no knows? normally when he calls you a liar you're normally right that's the funny thing <laughs> I know, yeah anyway one out of two poor hope you did better at home on the uh, main one hang on oh yeah hang on yeah but you can push for an extra uh, an extra point if you wish to do so well I mean I mean minus numbers so I need to go for it but I'll need a clue Scott because I was well I wasn't even one in 1990 well, well, how old were you? Fourteen. Oh, well, I, w- <laughs> I was I was one at the end of December nineteen ninety. So technically, I, w- I would have been. Ah, uh, I see now. Right. Who did? Who was number one in the overall chart nineteen ninety? And I'll give you a clue in my <coughs> this little voice thing I do. It's good, that. Is it? Um, I, was like, I, pressed the, I pressed play on the song by mistake. That was actually wasn't actually me. I'll, that was a joke. Oh. Yeah. Um, I I don't huge know. performer, a huge artist. Ma- Mike, uh, Michael Jackson, then black or white? Come on. I no, it was a uh, sacrifice. No sacrifice. No sacrifice. Oh. Elton John, a sacrifice. Oh right. Even though you said sacrifice, I still didn't get it. Um, 
Yeah. Well, you, do know, you know the song, no sure. I do, I do, but it's just it's just that voice. I just couldn't get it. So the number one in 1990 um, over uh, over the year was Elton John's Sacrifice. Probably a bit too young for that. Mm. I, don't, I think most most adults would have known what that was. That was Chart Toppers. <laughs> right, so we've got uh, Idle Noise next, and this is brand new. This is the new single, It's Ghost. Idle Noise with Ghost, um, like that one a lot. They've been uh, they've been really nice over Twitter as well. Don't know them, but um, really friendly guys. Like that one. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been online raising money. Well, the singer has playing his guitar, um, raising money for charity during lockdown, which is always nice to see. Uh, Coventry Four Piece, uh, Idle Noise. Check them out on Facebook or other forms of contact like 
um, Twitter, Grinder, um, <laughs> MySpace, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of any others. Yeah, you mentioned Grinder. It's actually Pride Month this month. So, um, how's that going to work? Well, it's not really, is it? Because all the um, all the events have been cancelled. Manchester's been cancelled. Sheffield's been cancelled. I think Sheffield would have been uh, this weekend, actually. Um, but yeah, like everything else, all the uh, Pride events have been cancelled. So it's a bit bit rubbish. But um, yeah, are you uh, you avid user grinder then, Scott? Uh, no, I said it by accident. To all be right. Honest. Yeah, uh, happens. Just, you know, I didn't really think about it. Yeah, happens all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's getting quite warmer here, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mm, moving on, then. Um, funnily enough, this next song is called "Real Life." Uh, how did that work out? Um, and it's uh, it's a bit of a um, poppy one. I quite like these. Um, this is from Deco's new EP. Enjoy. Good. It's real life now, baby. It's 
Real Life from Deco, and that's uh, from their debut EP, Real Life. That's out now. Pretty cool, isn't it? Nice and summery, definitely. And, flick, and flicking through their photos, they look very colourful people. Well, the clothing. Yeah. Uh, um, um, well, yeah, I mean, we've got a, a, a jumper just looking on the Twitter profile picture with an orange and yellow sleeve and a green mane. Um, yeah. I like it. Very, very 80s almost, isn't it? I've never seen anyone more colourful, uh, colourfully dressed than this this band. What about Mr. Just... What about Mr. Blobby? Yeah, maybe him. He's probably my favourite. Not favourite. He's probably the uh, the number one. But after that, Deco definitely. They're so colourful. But good for them. Yeah, real life like it. Yeah, check out their repeats on all the uh, all the major streaming platforms if you like that uh, that new single. Um, right, uh, I think we'd better resume. Guess the band, Scott. Oh yeah. Guess the band if you can. So, uh, just over 30 minutes ago, uh, we set you the challenge of uh, telling us who used to be called Carousel Moon. Uh, you were able to vote on Twitter. Very easy, Scott. Just press a button in the poll. Tell us what your thoughts were. Uh, you had the option of I Set the Sea on Fire, Long Pigs, Little Man Tate. It was a Sheffield band special or SBS, if you will. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you were, if you are in the SBS and you've taken offence, sorry. Um, so, uh, Carousel Moon. I found this one difficult. As I said earlier, it just feels like two words that have been put together. Um, but um, I'm I I've gone for Little Man Tate. Oh, have you now? I need uh, no 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 other explanation. Just a hunch, was it? Well, I'll give you the explanation when you tell me if it's right or wrong well i can tell you that uh, you've done well, you've done well oh. you've done <laughs> little man tate Do you know yes, well done they used to be called carousel moon a long time ago um well done if you've got that right at home do you want to hear can we hear your explanation or yes you can so obviously i've been doing terribly for the last few weeks and uh, i've noticed that it's always been a or b so i thought i'll go for c <laughs> that was it. <laughs> right, okay. So it was some, something else I'd not seen in there. No, no. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, well done. You've not had to get them right. Yes. Um, Little Man Tate. Well done if you said that at home. That was Guess the Band. Guess the Band if you can. Right, well, that's. Uh, we're almost at the end of the show, and these shows just go. It seems like they go really fast now we're not in the studio, Scott. I don't know, probably not to the listener, it's probably torture, but I don't know about you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. You know, when, we, when I first started doing the show in the studio, and you said, Would you be interested in doing a two hour show? I'm like, God, no, it's like, it seemed like a full day behind a microphone, <laughs> but it, it would be quite doable now because we can be quite. We're quite good at waffling, aren't we? And it's uh... it seems that way, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um... Well, before we play this next song, I've got to reveal this uh, news story that stood out to me that I thought was quite amusing. Can I just uh, mention it? Oh yeah, please do. I mean, I work in Nottingham, uh, but I didn't see anything any, any of this commotion. But um, a thir- police were chasing a 35-year-old man in Nottingham. Uh, because he didn't chase, he didn't turn up in court. He was supposed to be turning up in court, and he, he didn't. It were no show. And then they spotted him in the street, started chasing him. He was running off, running away from the police, on like a long chase on foot. 
and then uh, the police were like just about to give up because they were like, oh, we must have lost him, let's go back. So they started walking back to the car and just as they walked past a bush, they heard a loud <laughs> fart noise coming from the bush that this man was hiding in. <laughs> so that they looked down, rummaged in and they caught him and he got arrested and obviously sent to, obviously forced to go to court. But I was just thinking, <laughs> what went through that man's mind when he was hiding in the bush, see the police think, I might, I might just try to squeeze one out here, he will not notice. And then it was a loud rasping noise that led to his arrest. So, uh, <laughs> so I just, I just thought that was quite an amusing story. So uh, I shared it with you. Uh, Fart stories are always good. Um, they're always good. In fact, my my best time at school was uh, my best ever memory at school was to do with a fart. If I can tell you this quickly, <laughs> I've got another fart story. So yeah, you go first. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were one big, it was a, a full school assembly, which was quite rare because we usually get split up into two. It was a full school assembly and all the teachers were there and this super strict deputy head, Mr. Sheard, was at the front of the class and everyone, most of the teachers were scared of him. And uh, because whenever he's talking, everyone was deadly silent because you know, it was like such a strict teacher. <laughs> and he was talking like with his loud voice in front of the whole, the whole massive hall. And someone decided to do a fart, and it was like the like the most funniest fart you could ever imagine. It echoed everywhere, <laughs> and I, I, everyone were like laughing in tears. But for some reason, that just did it for me. And I was like, even though I, even ever, even after everyone had stopped laughing, I got my head between my knees, just like could not stop giggling. Tears were rolling down <laughs> my face. And about five or ten minutes later, even some of the teachers were laughing. Five or ten minutes later, the same kid did an identical fart. And like even now, I could I could I could cry laughing just at that. It was just the best oh. the best moment of my entire school life. Back. I'm laughing and I wasn't so. there, but um, yeah, <laughs> fart story. I mean, going through the, going through after having done the first one, what thought? What what went through his head? Thinking I, I could probably squeeze this one out, no one will know, and it's just did a loud rasping <laughs> fart again. Brilliant. Anyway, what's your story? What's your story? <laughs> Let me set the scene right. Um, we're playing in the snooker league in Sheffield at the Park Gardeners at Hyde, uh, Hyde Park Flats, which I think is no longer there now. And uh, quiet, quiet, silent in the room. And everybody sat on, you know, the old plastic chairs that you used to have at school. Um, yeah. And uh, my mate Paul is sat next to me. And uh, my dad, who's like, he used to take it quite seriously. And he's down on this shot. And he's had to get the rest out and really, you know, going, if he misses his shot, then he's leaving his opponent wide open. He's just feathering the queue. One, two, three. Pulls back, pauses, and Paul lets out this massive fart. But because it's on these plastic chairs, it sort of reverberated and just everybody was falling about laughing. Uh, apart from my dad. My dad wasn't happy about it at all. And uh, I can't remember whether he potted the shot. Probably not. He was never very good with the rest. But uh, yeah, um, it was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah uh, if you've got any fart stories tweet us in we probably won't get them on this week but we'll save them for next week um, we love a fart Absolutely, story because I love them yeah um, and uh, it's no reflection on the, the, the final song of the show because um, I quite like this one it's Late Night Honeymoon and it's For Heaven's Sake this Sleep. And the whole lifetime 
Late Night Honeymoon, and that was For Heaven's Sake, which is uh, the new one. It's out now, and uh, that'll be, I'm assuming, on their upcoming EP, Codependency. Um, so, yeah, uh, six another six great songs uh, this week. If you want to, like I say earlier, if you want to get in uh, on the action, send us um, the songs through uh, on email, sundaysounds at sheffieldlive.org, or sundaysoundssl on the socials. You can get in touch with us that way. Um, but yeah, another another hour over, another show finished, and um, DJ Ski will be in uh, very shortly to uh, bring you his platinum plates. And um, first seven minutes are always the first song on loop. He sort of that's his intro. Don't know why. What do you think he'll be doing for the first seven minutes, Scott? Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> juggling with knives. I think he will be just having a. Just having a cup of tea and uh, just taking it easy because he's a he's a very nice man. Yeah. I mean, yes, he is. He is. But uh, let's let's end it. Okay. Um, stay tuned for uh, Platinum Plates with DJ Ski. DJ Ski, we love you, really. You know that. And uh, we'll be back same time next week at two o'clock. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. See you in seven days. Bye bye. This is a message from the government and the NHS.
about how to protect yourself and others from coronavirus. Wash your hands more often than usual, for 20 seconds each time. Use soap and water or a hand sanitizer when you get home or arrive at work, when you blow your nose, sneeze or cough, and when you eat or handle food. For more information, go to nhs.uk forward slash coronavirus. Protect yourself and others. Are you a keen Sheffield Life listener? Do you want to get involved? Sheffield Life is a community radio station and it gets better when you take part. Contact us to find out how you can be part of Sheffield's newest radio station. Call us on 281-4092 or email us on info at sheffieldlife.org. 93.2 FM, Sheffield Life. Made in Sheffield, made by you.